You are now listening to Between Us Girls, the podcast, where we discuss life's fuckeries and then some over wine. Hey, welcome to our show. This is Michelle. Danielle. And Sharonda. And this is Between Between Us Us Girls. And you can always find us on HIPAA, iHeart, soon to be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and betweenusgirlspodcast.com slash episode and we're all over social media you can find Danielle on Twitter at Girl Talk and Wine Instagram Between Us Girls Podcast Facebook Between Us Girls The Podcast and on Snapchat Real Bug Pod tonight we're going to talk about the code of silence in the black community yeah I had to put on my reverend voice (coughs) to say that okay so we're going to talk about black community. The black community. I sound like we are getting you know, close. Jesse Jackson. Do you, oh. do you know what I just sounded like? You know, on uh, Benjamin Button, whenever Claire was about to die and she was like, yo, dad was good. Man. Oh, good <laughs> man. <laughs> Dummy. I hate you. Oh, Sharonda. Well. You sounded Jesse Jackson. Did I? But okay, go ahead. I'm done. Okay. Okay. So, if you would like to hear Michelle talk like Jesse Jackson more, go over to www.patreon.com backslash between us girls and you can be a financial supporter of our show. And we would greatly appreciate it. Danielle will show you a titty. Mm-hmm. Danielle, nope. while you and your titty flap, maybe. Who was our fan of the week this week? Flap? Because she does, she's brawling Satan. I know, but her if she goes is, like this. But I mean, that's implying that they hang low. I mean, don't boobs move? I think she has a girthiness. I've grabbed them enough times this morning. So, so big boobs don't bounce up and down? I mean, they bounce, but you said flap. And that's just not a great word. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. We are now a progressive 2018 America. Let's go jiggle. And we are very sensitive about it. Danielle's breasts are going to jiggle. Danielle, who is the fan of the week this week? Um, Shannon Tolliver from our group. She has actually been listening to the show. She's been posting in the group about the show. And she's actually came out of her shell to actually make posts. Like right. she was very that is so awesome. She Thank was you. nervous about making a post or whatever, but she's <clears throat> been actually listening and participating. So thank you, Shannon. Thank you. you know, you never have to be nervous about posting <clears throat> in between us girls podcast because I mean I mean obviously you don't listen if you're nervous because we say some really ridiculous shit. The raunchiest shit. So proud of it. Just post whatever you want. I mean, if it's allowed, we will approve it. If not, Danielle will still approve it. And then... Or I totally will approve I don't fucking have restrictions, so... I do. So go. when they approve it, I'll then comment and say, such and such. Like, you know, a teacher. Somebody's granny. Right. So... Uh, titty flaps. Titty flaps. <laughs> well, okay, titty okay. Flaps. full disclosure, my titties flap. All right. So what are we sipping on? <laughs> Is it like a, or like a more flat sounding? Okay. I don't. I don't know. You'd have to ask Pat. I'm not sure. Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Look. <laughs> looks at camera. Pat, you care to comment? Does she have great New York boobs? 
Um, today we are. These sip- are South Carolina boobs. Oh my god! I These are cotton field titties. Are they slave titties? <laughs> slave titties. Your nipple this big, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Titty the size of a plate. Cantaloupe titty. <laughs> a small salsa. <laughs> Eggplant titty. Oh, my God. It's long. Mm. Okay. Anyway, so what are we drinking? Well, I mean, I just... You're not going to tell me? Okay. Anyway. I prefer not to share all of that information. I'll find out later. <laughs> anyway, tonight we are sipping on... What the fuck is this? Rue de Perlo. No, this is not what I bought. Motherfuckers. Okay. Rue de, what you call it? Pearl? Pearl. Yeah, Rue de Pearl. A Grand Vin from France. The vintage is, uh, oh, I'm guessing it's a Vouvray grape. I feel like the last time we had Vouvray. that was like last year, and we were all saying Vouvray really bad. You think so? Mm-hmm, yeah, recall. Let's rewind it. Okay. The vintage is 2015. Um, and the alcohol content on this one. 12%. Bruh. So while we drink our cold ass yellow water. Cold ass, disappointing ass fucking alcohol content. I mean, really though, it is really, really crisp. I like that it's cold. It's super cold and it wasn't in the freezer that long. It actually affected my sensitive teeth, but it's okay. Um, so we will rate the wine based on appearance, aroma, finish, body, and taste. Body. Give me body. Give me body. Okay. Um, cumulative high score, 25. We're going to talk about the code of silence in the black community. Okay. This conversation stems from a conversation that Danielle was involved in on Twitter well, she wasn't really involved in it, but, like, she just was kind of talking about it. And I was like, you know, that's a really good topic. We should talk about it. Okay, so it kind of comes in reference to the Aziz Ansari scandal, which we did talk a little bit about last week. So a guy said he hopes that the accuser isn't brown because she should have kept this to herself for the culture. And then I saw Danielle say something like, you know, we should really talk about this on our show because why should we always have to keep quiet? So I'm going to read y'all some statistics. According to the Bureau of Justice, statistics for every black woman who reports a rape, at least 15 do not. Mm. Stars such as Oprah, Monique, Tyler Perry were all abused and forced to keep it a secret. Girl. So why do you think, what, what is going on? What's the tea? So I think that it sort of stems from, like, let's not have the white man in our business. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Um, because, you know, we, we can't have them knowing what's going on and knowing that something is wrong because if they get involved, then it's going to make matters worse. And, you know, like somebody's going to go to jail, somebody's going to get hurt. I mean, I think yeah. it's sort of like a safe, a slave mentality type thing, mm. whereas, you know, you don't want to get certain people involved in your business. So it's best that you keep it hush hush right. and keep it in the family when in actuality, I mean, it causes more pain and hurt and harm yeah. um, than it does to actually release this because I mean you have individual you have one individual that's like a victim 
that doesn't know how to actually express herself or himself, you know, and then you have somebody that <clears throat> is not being stopped. Mm -hmm. This behavior is continuing. Yep. And so they so they're not only messing with you, they're messing with, you know, a plethora of other people. Right. You know, so um I think that it's very harmful for people to actually keep these type of issues hush hush. And I, I think that it's just to point out, like it's not only um, you know, abuse. I mean, it goes along with this whole mentality of let's not snitch, period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, because you know, if if you're snitching, then you're a mark. You know what I right. mean? Like you shouldn't tell what's going on with somebody, period, or whatever. Like we need to keep this in the family. We need to keep it on lock. Right, because you know, black people are afraid of prison, <laughs> which is what it boils down to. If you snitch, I'm going to jail. Well, I, but I you fuck it up though. Yeah. So I it's mean, like yeah. I think that it's more than just prison though, because I mean, it's also how the family looks. Like, it's not just your image that you're tarnishing. Like, it's us as a whole. I can agree with that. First you off, know, fuck your click and fuck your yeah. bitch and the you click know, you but, play. West side, but, that's, but that's part of the issue is like, you know, we don't want us as a family to as look a like. Whole to right. look bad. No, I right. agree. So, I, agree I mean, I think that that's also part of the issue. It's not just jail entirely. Well, I think, and it, it kind of goes back to even not just being like somebody in your family has sexually abused you. You know, for instance, I hate to keep talking about myself, but I was sexually abused by a black man who wasn't a relative of mine. Mm. And yeah. I still didn't talk about it with my mom. And I guess maybe it was because I felt shame or yeah. I don't know, but it's like we just don't share that kind of stuff because my mom and I, we never talked about sex or anything like that. So I think maybe there's just a kind of a breakdown in our community overall as of with, just with communication. communication right as a fucking hole with communication not so much just stuff that we need to keep secret because i was listening to um lemonade today and on love drought beyonce even said i live my life in the dark for the sake of you and me meaning i don't talk about don't the talk shit about that the we shit go that goes through on. you know so that goes back to like what danielle said about you know making sure people don't know what's our business and all that stuff. But it's like, when do we get to the point where we can share our feelings instead of hiding for the sake of, you know, Saving uh, appearances? Because really everybody mm -hmm. has issues. You know, there's not one family that has no issues. But everybody doesn't look at life and, and the world that way. I'm slowly learning that like dealing with other people and being around other people. Some people don't want the smallest little detail about their family history or issues or that one uncle or whatever. They don't want that shit to come out. And mm -hmm. I honestly, for the life of me, I don't understand why, because here's the thing. I'm kind of crazy when it comes to my children. Right. So you may die. I'm not even going to say may. You you may make it to a doctor, but bitch, I'm gonna try to kill you. Right. Like that's what's gonna happen. But also too, I think that um, in a lot of families, people tend black people tend to want to get the justice or whatever, or just confront the person on their own. Because like Rather what Danielle like said, said, getting the cops. Involved. Yeah, you don't get the you don't. That's one thing you don't do. You just don't call the cops. Like well, maybe it goes back to like she said, maybe the time before we actually were looked at, like you know. 
actual citizens. So it's like yeah. you tell the cops and they don't do what? And they okay. look at you and take your ass to jail. Right. Because you're standing there breathing and being black. Right. So no, you're telling the police and they're doing nothing. So it's like you can't trust them anyway. Any fucking way. So why tell them when somebody's doing something wrong? And you got like nine cousins that will go get that street justice and we'll be all right. right. Yeah. So like how do we fix it? What do you guys think <clears throat> we can do? No, I think that we have to sort of develop a culture of acceptance and saying, you know what, it's okay for you to tell your truth and say, you know, this person, not necessarily ostracize, you know, this person from your family or mm-hmm. whatever, because a lot of times these things are happening within the family. And, uh, and you already know because people are like, you know, don't leave them kids around Uncle Charles. Bitch, because right? it's real. You know what I mean? So, um, I mean, so if you already, one, if you already know that Uncle Charles is like that, why are you continuing to let this behavior exist why without Why is he checking even it? the fuck there? Why right. the fuck is Chester invited? Right. Why, why is Chester why, here? Why, why is it watch, okay? Um, How to Get Away with Murder? Yes. Okay, remember when Annalise and her mom, they had like the come to Jesus about what yes. happened with her uncle or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like the mom handled it or whatever, but it's like she got so many issues because she never came she out never and talked about it. it. Yeah, and didn't the dad not know at all? Yeah, I don't think he, he fucking knew. cried like a baby. But I feel, and I kind of feel like you know, Danielle, you kind of you you brought up the point of just you know acceptance. But I think more so than anything, we have to let go of that shame that comes with just talking about it for ourselves, not Period. necessarily like having to worry about whether or not you guys accept me. I have to accept myself. That's right. Well, I was going to say that in addition to acceptance, you know, there's also the issue of therapy. Like black yeah. people just Allergic. shun therapy altogether. Like when something happens, it's like, okay, we just go to church and this Pray is to gonna, Jesus and, and we're going to we're going to deal with that or whatever. When in actuality, like you were saying, the shame is actually the source of the problem because one, you feel ashamed to even say mm-hmm. that this happened to me. And two, it's like, oh, what are people going to think of me now because this happened to me? I didn't do X, Y, Z to make it make it stop. Right. I didn't do X, Y, Z for it not to happen. Yeah. I put myself in this position. You know, so it's like all of, so you have all of this shame, all of this judgment surrounding this situation. And then on top of that, you don't have anybody to talk to. Right. Because yeah. you have to keep all of this stuff quiet. So on top of acceptance and saying, you know, yes, this did happen to me or whatever. And then, you know, your family kind of saying, you know what? This is not going to happen again. We all need to, in, in that situation, in a family, everybody needs to go to counseling because mm-hmm. everybody has some sort of indirect role, yeah. role in, in the situation because you knew and you didn't stop anything. Or even I mean? if somebody didn't know and you still have to talk to and deal with this person, you don't want to you know, be insensitive to what the fuck they've gone through, I feel like. I feel like there was something that I read or watched and it was like the brother had molested the sister, but they all went to counseling, like the whole family. And it was like, just so awkward, like dealing with that issue, but they did work through it. Hmm. But my, and then this is another thing I want to say about, you know, children who molest other kids. It's like somebody has did likely that done them. that to them. No, yeah, I can't remember the name of that movie, but I guess I watched it like maybe three years ago, but it was a black kid. 
and he had this guy that used to drive him back and forth to like basketball games and stuff but he was molesting him and making him like suck his dick and all kinds of crazy shit anyway he did it to his cousin but like she was really affected by it of course she was you know but she was so angry with him but I guess I kind of felt like you know he didn't really know any better either so it was just like they both were victims but it's like what's that pastor at um Lakewood Church the black guy John Gray. Yes, he also he was he was um, sexually abused. Was uh, he really? Yeah, he was. Like I love some, him. Like some uh, like an older kid in his neighborhood made him perform oral sex on him. Mm-hmm. Oh whatever. Oh my but, god. But I mean, so and he kept that for the longest. Right. You know what I mean? So I mean, you have Damn. those situations, and it's like you know who who can I turn to? I was I mean, just I think, about to blame the black church too. But it's not the, it's not necessarily the church's issue. I think because this happens in white communities too. It's like people are just so ashamed because they're like, "Why me? Why not the next person?" I don't think no, that. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think that. But that's a stage of dealing. I'm sorry. That's a stage yeah. of dealing with your your grief and your mm-hmm. issues. That's just one part of it. That means to me, that's eh, I get it. But I feel like eh, that's only one part of you get better. Like that's only that's. But a, a lot small of people stop portion. there though. Yeah, no, there's, I agree. The, they don't, there's no progression. It's just the shame. No, you know, I, they hide it and they lock it away inside, and they never share with anyone. And then they're either, you know, they're affected with they're affected by it every day in their everyday lives, whether it be the way they treat people, mm-hmm. the way, the way they, they think, treat themselves, the, the way they think about the. I was getting there. The way they think about themselves, or they, they treat themselves, choose abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. It could be the list is a mile fucking long. I just think in the black community, it's a lot of just. Oh, let's just go to the church and pray about it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you even get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, a lot. I feel like a lot of people, well, not a lot, the people that do end up telling somebody and that adult's answer is, oh, let's go to the church and pray about it. Instead of going to go get your child or your whatever, your family person, some fucking real help. Like, you're part of the fucking problem. Like, yeah. I'm not even going to pretend because I'm not saying praying doesn't work. I'm not saying I don't believe in God and all of that. But there's only so much of that shit that you can do. You actually have to work through these feelings. Like, you have to figure out how to pull you yourself that out of... Yeah, because, <coughs> I mean, it, I, I could imagine that would take you to a very dark place. And you have to find a way to pull yourself out of there. And I'm sorry, but Jesus, Jesus, Jesus all day long with a mother... With, because you're never Calm down. I, like I, I know y'all y'all know I always say this, but when stuff happens to you, I really feel like in order to heal from it, you have to like just lay it all out. Fucking own it. Feel all of yeah. it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then just say, This happened, this is part of me. I still love me. And I'm, I'm good. still okay. It's just something that I dealt with. Right. Because, you know, and those are for people. That's for people who maybe say, "Oh, I don't need counseling." Okay, maybe you don't want to go, but you still need to but feel need all to that feel shit. And that's what a therapist or a counselor can help you do, because you a lot of time you don't know you know how to unlock all that misery that Agreed. you have inside. And just the dark fucking place. And like Danielle said, going to therapy is just such a taboo. It is fucking conversation in the black community. It's like stop. Like you're not doing this shit. 
for anybody else. If 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 the case is you don't want anybody to know mm-hmm. that you're going to counseling, then take your ass on by yourself and just go talk to somebody. There and if it's that serious, find you a black counselor. If you're a woman, find a black female one that's your age range. If you're a man, find a black man that's your age range and go talk to them. Like, hey, I just want to talk man to man. Whatever the fuck you have to do, but at the end of the day, like it's this shit is not about being public or being uh, out in the open about what happened to you and whatever. It's literally about you healing yourself on the inside, right. like Even if and you just being talk okay. To you about it. You yeah. talk to your therapist, your counselor, and then just repeat it back to yourself. You yeah. know, you don't have to share it with your yeah. family. But here's what I'll say about you know therapy being taboo. What also is taboo is sometimes talking about sex. And that kind of leads children into those situations because you don't know when somebody is hurting you when you're little like that. You know, if nobody ever talks to you about your private parts or, you know, what to keep to yourself or what, you know what I mean? Nobody should ever touch this or, yeah. And people want to use little funny, cute names for shit. No. Oh, bitch, you got me angry right now. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) Like talk about, like, that's your vagina and nobody touches it. And that's like me and Michaela, like we have straight up talks about it. Oh, I I have too. And because it's not just family. It's not just outsiders. Anybody could hurt your child. Just somebody at school. You know what I mean? So it's like, I want her to be able to, and Terrence too. I want them to be able to come to me if something happens because I wasn't able to talk to my mom about what happened to me because first of all, I didn't know what the fuck it was. And you probably didn't know it was wrong. No, or I know I it, I didn't like what it felt like. And I yeah. told her, I don't want to go back over there. And I think she knew when I said that, that something had happened. But she just didn't know how to say Deal it to with me. It. Because when I talked to her about it as an adult, she said, well, I kind of felt like something was wrong when you said you didn't want to go back over there. You know what I mean? So we just, I think, like I said before, the communication just among us period is part of a problem. Well, I mean, a lot of times children don't know the language to, they don't know how to express and say something is wrong Mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, like uh, in the book that we're reading, Charlemagne talks about how this, uh, how in his cousin's wife, I believe, Mm -hmm. um, used to make him suck her titties. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and so, and he was like eight, I think he said he was eight or something. And he thought that it was okay because he wanted to suck titties, but I mean, it was to the point where he was like, but why am like, it's, this really is not really okay. But he didn't tell anybody about it or whatever. His, the way that he sort of got out of doing it, like, or reason why he stopped doing it is because she got a jerry curl. He didn't like the smell. Like, <laughs> I'm not coming to your house but, with your titties no more because your <laughs> shit is ugly. This thing. Uh, but she was supposed to have been caring for him when he got out of school. A trusted right, person. Right, You know what I mean? But he did not know how to say that is something that was happening to him. But that goes back to not having them discussions about what yeah. is sexual and, and what is not, appropriate yeah. and stuff like that. Because all you have to say is if anybody asks you to touch them here, or here, or they touch you here or here, you need to tell me. Uh, first thing, such and such had my uh, mouth on her titty. Right. Instead of, you know, <clears throat> uh-uh, don't go over there, but you never say why. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you're not giving enough information because that's going to make kids go, well, you shit, I wonder dig. what's over there. Yeah. But then you also, I mean, you also have to remember as in children's defense, you know, that 
a lot of the t- a lot of times adults tell them, you know, don't, don't tell, you're going to get in trouble, somebody's going to be mad at you. And so they so on top of the abuse, they lay guilt yeah. on top of them. You or know I'll what I mean? kill your mom or yeah, right. you know what I mean? So so then they feel like they have to do it. You know, so I mean, I mean that is exactly why it is important to have these talks with your children, but I mean I just want to stress, I know we're talking about, you know, sexual abuse, but it's, it's just, it's not just sexual abuse no, in the black course. community that people have to keep stuff, you know, on wraps. You know what I mean? Like, no, it's just like physical just, abuse among relationship oh, partners. Shit, yeah. Like you don't, you don't want to have anybody else in your business because you don't want anybody else telling you, you don't want anybody else knowing what's going on in your house. Because you you're wanna, ashamed. And, yeah. You want to have this picture-perfect life <clears throat> on, on the, the outside. outside or whatever. Because I don't, I just, I don't want to make, you know, any mistakes about it that, you know, abuse is not like, you know, just in the black community. Abuse, no. abuse is abuse or whatever. You know, white people abuse each other, Indians, whatever, whatever. No. But I mean, specific to the black community, there's just a level of secrecy on top of it to where it's like, you can't talk about these things, yeah. you know? And then in like the tweet, it's like, oh, I, I, I hope she's not brown because, you know, she shouldn't be saying this stuff because it's going to make us look bad. First of all, I am not you. And if you get your bitch about the naked shoulders, that's on you. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So I yeah, but me. it's just another way. It's just another <laughs> form of victim shaming, though, because. No, it is. So it's like, you You're know, you right. you need to be ashamed of what happened because you had some part in it. In right. that. Or whatever. And you need to own your part. Yeah. You know, versus, you know, why is this person being a predator? Mm-hmm. You know, in people, in unfortunately, in our community, we don't necessarily see it that way. Because we're already concerned. We're just concerned about how we look. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I mean, I would like to say that I'm not ever concerned about that. But that's not true, you know. Like you said, like, sometimes I am concerned about how I look like. But it don't have nothing to do with me, necessarily. So much as it has to do with the way others view me. It's the same thing. Yeah. Well, if I'm okay with my decision, and I'm like, I'm going to come out and say how I feel about X, Y, Z, and I say it. And one person shows up and says, hey, don't do that because mm-hmm. it ain't everybody's business. What the, what the, what the, what the. Mm-hmm. So that makes me go, hmm, well, maybe I shouldn't be talking about my truth or whatever, whatever. It shouldn't, though. But right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I don't think, it, yeah, I agree. So I feel I like a exactly lot of the time, the like you said, it's just the judgment from outsiders that, that stops us from being able to say, hey, this happened or. But, I mean, you just have to let go of, of worrying about what the fuck other people think yeah about you and just literally and and not just saying oh live in your truth like no like deal with that shit because it's hard it's painful and it hurts shit i think there's a lot to be said for being vulnerable with your kids with your parents you know what i mean um if i had just been because i'm super open with my mom now but then you weren't at that level yet i think i was maybe five or something and then not having talked about sex at all. And even when my sister started having kids, like, we still didn't talk about sex. Five? Mm-hmm. So it was like I never, I didn't, I didn't like, like y'all said, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know the verbiage for it. Because even when my sister started dating and having, and having kids, because it was pretty much right after that, we still didn't know what 
sex really was. It was just like, oh, you're pregnant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think, like Daniel said, I know I keep talking about sex abuse, but I feel like that's just one of the major secrets among our community. Is Absolutely. Like, well, know. you know what? I'll say this. Like, my uncle sold drugs. Uh-huh. And... <laughs> Like, Are you laughing at me because I said, uh-huh. No, I'm laughing at her. <laughs> like, I mean, it was a well-known thing in my family that he sold drugs, but nobody talked about it. You know, like, when I remember the first time he came to Shreveport, where I'm originally from, like, it was just like, oh, this is Uncle Larry. He's coming, you know, he we hanging out. He's going and buying a whole bunch of stuff or whatever. You know, I had, I had never even known him because he always lived in Houston. We, we're talking about, you know, sexual abuse, but nobody in my family talked about the fact that this man sold drugs. Right. Okay, when stop people playing with me. <laughs> do drugs, you're right. like, oh, such and such is sick. But really, that person smokes crack. Right. You know? Exactly. So, I mean, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, it's more than just um, sexual abuse, yeah. you know. So, I mean, we we have a tendency to just keep things in house. No, and then the thing is, is like I don't know if it's just us. I don't know if it's just the black community. Of course, I'm not white, and I don't know. I don't have any white family members I can ask. But I feel like, especially when it comes to like domestic abuse, they're real hush about that shit too. Are they? Yeah, I think so. I mean, do you watch Lifetime? I fell. I don't like Lifetime. I think it's fucking gay. Well, I mean, I I don't know. G H E Y, not G A Y. Okay, there's a difference. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree that people in other cultures they keep things on the, on the hush. But I mean, particularly, I mean, we're talking we're black. We're talking about us in our community. Yeah, you can only discuss you know, what the fuck you know. Like, like I mean, I don't think that it's necessarily any different. Well, I mean, it is different because I think the why is different for us because we don't want. A massa partic- coming over here to the yes. yeah. yeah, like the yeah, the why. The why is massa gonna hear you. You know, because we're we're supposed Sorry. to have, you know, elevated right. ourselves. You know, we don't necessarily, you know, need them or whatever, you know what I mean? Like we're doing good on our own over here. Like why why are you in our business? Maybe I'm not black. Possibly. <laughs> what? Well, shut the fuck up. Possibly. You know, but whatever. <laughs> So, so we don't need who? White folks? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Man. Well, of course. I mean, we only need ourselves. But. I mean, that's a whole different conversation. I know, but I but I feel For like I've, I've never heard maybe in my house, oh, don't tell people, you know, our business. Shit. <laughs> I did. What happened in this house stays in this house exactly that's that's what i i mean but it wasn't nothing fucked up or weird happening but like my grandparents used to talk shit about people you know and 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 just think about kids getting whoopings at home you know getting what getting whoopings whoopings Whoopings. yes whoopings whooping whoopings shreveport yes that is not shreveport and whooping (laughs) whoopings 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 at Whip, home, you should just say whippings. Whatever. Whipping so I mean, just think about that though. Like in that context, you know, you're not supposed to go to school and let anybody know that you're getting spanked, well, right? I mean, I think 
you're yeah. not supposed to let people know you're getting whipped with like an extension cord, but like a regular yeah, whipping. No, like, <laughs> but my brother period got though, because because if you go to school and say that, then uh, then now you have this teacher that's obligated to make Reports a case. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you're not. So, I feel what you're that's saying. not something that you're supposed to necessarily say because it raises red flags. I, okay, something like completely innocent, and it was it was not black people. It was a little white kid. She went to school and told her teacher that they have weed in their backyard. And the the dad was shooting a video of the little girl. And he was like, you know, you, you said that um, we have weed in our backyard. She was like, yeah, we got weed. And so he goes to the backyard. And he's like, you know, show, he goes, t- show me where mm-hmm. the weed is. Mm-hmm. And she's showing her the weeds in the grass. Like we oh. have all of this weed. You, you see, there's weed here. There's weed here. There's weed there. Oh, or whatever. she literally but, meant weeds, right? You know. So, but she she goes to the school and she says that, and now they're thinking that you know they're like you know got a ho- whole homegrown farm, right? And you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like in the backyard. So so there's that whole connotation or whatever, right? Yeah. So in um. In retrospect, like you, you tell children not to say certain things or whatever, so so that things don't get misconstrued right, right. or whatever. You know, so you don't tell them. You know, don't 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 be up there telling them that I be hitting on you or whatever like that or whatever. You know, because then well, they'll call be up there hitting on the children. Right, I call CPS or whatever, and they gonna take you away Bitch, I didn't or whatever. Know what the blah, fuck blah. CPS was. But, I mean, I mean, that's <laughs> I'm not that's what lie. it is. Honestly, back in the day, whenever I was a kid. I didn't feel as worried about CPS or like, you know, when, when I was in trouble, I'd be like, well, shit, I just got in trouble. I know other motherfuckers get in like, trouble too. Like, I didn't even know what the fuck CPS was, so I was like. I didn't get any with But today, older. of course you didn't. But see, like now, I just, you know, I'm concerned about disciplining my own kids because anything, like you said, could be misconstrued. And I don't want to have to be like, don't go up there telling people I punched you in the mouth because I punched you in the mouth. Of course, I don't do that, but it's like. First I don't all. give a fuck. I whoop kids. <laughs> the end. But what do you constitute a whooping? Like I will pop you on your fucking on your ass. I still spank them on their ass. Like yeah. I'm not like, you know, knuckles to face type shit. You know, you can't have them bruise my neck up. Right. That's, that's how the man find out your business. But you know no. what? I think I think you know because my granddad was an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. So it didn't I think matter. my dad was kind of like that at home. Like he was like, it didn't matter. Don't be, uh, and I would be like, oh, I'm sorry, what? I just told my white friends everything that happened in here. Fuck you. <laughs> Stop drinking because I just found out you have a drinking problem. All right, no. so I have a quick secret confession and then um, we are going to give some advice and then rate our wine. Do you want to read it? Oh, y'all know I can't read this shit. Well, okay, secret confession. Almost a year ago, I told my parents about my uncle, let's call him John, had abused me when I was little. I finally came out with it because it was affecting me um, to such an extent that I couldn't bear it anymore. Only, sorry, only they were, that's not, okay. Okay. Only they were privy to this in my family and I wanted wanted it to remain this way. However, two months back, one of my cousins told me Um, how the John's son, let's call him Jeff, had abused her for almost seven years. Now everything is out in the open and some people in my family are completely disbelieving 
uh, us and even slandering and harassing us. Because John and Jeff are father and son, I can understand why this seems unbelievable, unbelievable and too much of a coincidence. I'm so sad and stressed. My hair has started to fall out in chunks. I wish I had never told my parents about John. I wish my cousin had never told anyone about Jeff. Damn. Uh, Fuck them haters, man. Right? Fuck them. All of them. Um, Fuck them. You don't need them. But that just goes to show you the shame that's involved in these, yeah, these situations. Like, you know, so you have this backlash so people not believing you or what's going on, and then they make you feel shitty about it. On top of the shit that you've already deal, uh, already dealing with, you're dealing with this person that has actually abused you, and it's like, oh, y'all not believing me, and then y'all are going to fucking shame me for it. Like, so it makes it difficulty, difficulty, difficult to. for somebody to actually want to even come out, and it's not even one person. It's two. It's two people in this situation. You know. Um, but I'm sure it has to be difficult for a person to accept that someone they love is a pedophile Mm -hmm. so instead of saying man i'm sorry that happened to you you can just reject that you know and you're angry because you now have to look at this person that you care about and you have to see them as they are Mm -hmm. i'm sure that's fairly hard too but i would say to them like don't you know don't stop moving forward you may have to get an apartment with your sister you know, or your cousin, or whoever the fuck she was. The cousin? Yeah, it was well, a cousin. Yeah, cousin, yeah. Like, you know, they might have to just really just try to stick together and just be them too. I mean, my, my is, thought is that, you know, sometimes you have to cut your fa- family the fuck off. Right. I you mean, know, like, straight the fuck up. Because, you know, like, why? First of all, I don't, I feel like it would, it's not, oh, God, perspective is such a motherfucker. Like, I would, feel more inclined to believe that it is true because it's a father and a son fucking situation. Because nine times out of ten, the father probably did some shit to the son and made that... Or had him doing stuff and turned that motherfucker into a little baby fucking abuser and then a little baby fucking abuser goes and abuses your cousin while the dad fucker is over here abusing you. So, you know what? Fuck them all. Because anybody who does not love you enough to listen to what you have to say and to believe you and support you or whatever when it's something that is, that's this fucking serious, like, cut them the fuck off. Right. You don't need them. Like, that, that's only going to hinder. And I feel so, I think I'm so upset about it because I feel like that's going to hinder you as a person, From you know, healing. trying to get better. You know what I mean? Yeah, trying you're trying to hold on to the family that it's doesn't gonna, care. Yeah, this, it's like, just don't even worry about it. I know it sucks, and you feel like you're going to be alone That's like in these it, shitty-ass people who post these wonderful family photos on Facebook. But, bitch, y'all are fucking fighting every day. Y'all cheating on each other. He don't even know if, if two out of three of them kids are his. Right. Like, y'all going through the most, but because you want to just save face for social media, Facebook, whatever then you're just avoiding the real problem. And I think that that's a bunch of fucking bullshit. Yeah. You don't need them people. Like, fuck them. I'm sorry. Anybody who really loves you and cares for you is going to, at the very least, listen to what you have to say and try to find some truth in it somewhere. Well, I mean, at minimum, you need to maybe distance yourself 
until you get in the right headspace to where you can deal with that situation. Absolutely. You know, I and mean, lean, you and your cousin lean on each other for support because I could only imagine how alone they must have felt, especially if their families really like that. Like they must have felt so alone. So if anything, that's the one person that you know, lean on each other because that's the one person that you know feels exactly the same way that you feel because they experienced the same shit that you went through. Your cousin? Yes. Yeah. And I feel like you shouldn't, I mean, even though your family is supposed to be there for you, they're Fuck also em. the ones who will sometimes be the biggest haters that you have. You goddamn right. And hurt you, you goddamn right. So if you guys feel like you need to move on without your family, then hey, so be it. You need some new family. Me and Michelle taking taking in new families. See, but the problem is I don't <laughs> like anybody. That's so. true. Me either. But I still talk to you though. All right. I give you advice. Well, how did y'all like? I didn't drink it. You didn't. Y'all didn't drink it. Bitch, I drank the fuck out of this wine. How did you like it? How did you like it? I'm going to give it a 22. <laughs> no reason why. Just 22? Okay. Y'all know I love white wine. She's big gulping I it, had y'all. a good flavor on it. A good flavor. Well, Jesse. It tastes of fruity. Jesse. Fruity booty. <laughs> I liked it. It was good. It I didn't have a lot good. of alcohol in it, but that's okay because, like, who needs that? I didn't even, like, oh, this is a... Yeah, I didn't even, um, I don't even like white wines, but this one is, I'm just saying, a 20. One. (laughs) Okay. Darielle, what about you? I didn't care for it at all. Like, it tastes like a, a level above a Moscato to me. Like, it's a, it tastes very dessert wine-ish. Um, it's, it is a bit sweet for me. Like, I didn't really care for it. Yeah, um, sometimes sour people can't take sweets very much. I mean, it is what it is. This bitch. So, I mean, I give it a nine. <laughs> you know why she did that? Because I like it. <laughs> Match. A nine? I don't. I, not even a ten? I. It tastes, I don't like, I'm, I'm not a fan of Moscato. And it tastes... Very much so like a Moscato to me. That's exactly, it tastes dessert wine-ish. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't care for it. So I picked this one because it's the Chinon Blanc. Okay. Um, and we had a wine on a previous episode that was a blend of this and something else. And um, it was mentioned that the sweet, I guess,ness of that wine was pretty good. So I was like, let me go for one that has... One hundred percent that grape in it, but okay. I don't care for it. Like it's. I think it's. I mean, I don't like Moscatos at all. Rieslings, I hate them because they're too it sweet. It really tastes like Moscato to me. I mean, yeah, I, me either. Like Moscato because, but Moscato is like super sweet. Like no, to and I was, was like, totally about to say that same like, thing. Well, I I had a um, what is it called? Uh, shit. Gewurz or something. Oh fuck, I can't even pronounce it. But and it tastes like a Riesling Moscato mix. It had like that. Who bubbly, the fuck drinks that? It had it had like that bubbly. That sounds very sweet. It sounds like a prosecco, actually. It sounds like a diabetical. You know what? It it is kind of like a. It was kind of like a prosecco in the sense that it was a little bit bubbly, but it was it was like bubbly, sweet, dry. dry though. 
Mm-hmm. And um, this is what this reminds me of, that wine that I had yesterday. It's not and super so, dry. Yeah, this is not it's dry. Like, my it's tongue is dry as fuck. It's sort of like water. Stop licking sandpaper or dry lips. Oh, no, I didn't okay. have a joke. I didn't well. have one ready for that. Nope. All right. Neither. So what was the cumulative score then? <laughs> I didn't even add it up. Okay. Well, this I'll bitch gave it a nine, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad right now. Because I didn't even remember what y'all said. So because I was like, I plotted <laughs> out like buying this. I like went to go find this particular grape because, like mm. I said on another episode, we had a. I mean, I've ha- I've had it. another one that I like, but this one it did not. You think it was too sweet? It it was Just it was period. a little sweet. Um, okay, seventeen point three. God damn it. I like this one. I wanted to pair this with something for the wine, of, wine of the month. No, it's not going to make hey, it. I need one. It's not going to fucking make it. Okay. I know. Um, okay, well, I mean, I thought it was full. It's okay. We, we can't all like everything. We what? We can't all like everything. <laughs> people Dumbass. are people, so why should it be? Just kidding. All right, so make sure that you go ahead and subscribe to our youtube channel do that yo yeah check it holla do that uh, okay i don't know what the fuck she's going through I, listen right now but i'm enjoying life you do <laughs> the fucking clap is that okay so uh yeah subscribe to our youtube channel uh, make sure you like check us. us out everywhere else. And don't forget to go to Potter.love. Pick up your tickets for the festival. It's going to be dope. Bye. Thank you for joining us on Between Us Girls. But don't keep it a secret. Listen and share with everyone you know. See you next week.